So finally, we had access to OpenAI Codex. Now it is quite a bit of like a coincidence that the day when we released our last episode, where we were sort of like talking about OpenAI and reviewing OpenAI Codex is sort of like the same day when I got access to uh, OpenAI Codex. Now we essentially had already um, access to OpenAI, the GPT-3 version, but now we have like now both access to GPT-3 and Codex, and I've been able to sort of like review, um, sort of like use OpenAI Codex, look at some of the things that are achievable using the AI, uh, looking at what is possible, what I'm able to do, and some things I've, you know, I was able to do, uh, some of the things I posted on my social media and all of that. And it's quite scary and also quite interesting to see, you know, how AI is developing. And once you get your hands on AI and you start doing certain things, you realize that uh, the realm of capabilities and what AI is able to do is really, really big. And some of the things, you know, are going to change the industry. Um, you know, we talked about, you know, some of the jobs might be, um, you know, might be changed. Some of the job descriptions will change. Uh, people will have to adapt to, you know, the introduction of AI technology into the industry, um, most especially, Content writing, that's where we, like, we, we talked about quite a lot. That, uh, you know, at the moment, you don't, you don't, you don't necessarily need a content writer um, to write your blogs. You can simply use AI and get the same work done and almost same result for um, a small, very small percentage of the time that you will use to uh, write the same content or write the same article. So it's quite inter interesting. Now we're going to review OpenAI Codex in this episode. Stick around, see you guys in the episode. Hey guys, and welcome back to yet another episode on the Marketing Podcast, Digital Marketing Tips and Insights, episode 215. Now, like I mentioned in the intro, we had our access, we had our hands on OpenAI Codex, and I was able to do uh, sort of like experiments, look at, you know, what OpenAI Codex is all about, what is are some of the capabilities that the AI solution sort of has. And one of the things that I was able to do, number one, was to sort of like create a landing page. Now, one of the scariest thing, now this is a part of OpenAI Codex, it's called JavaScript Sandbox. And you simply feed in instructions, and instruction could be, uh, now in natural language, create uh, a header, that has a white background and uh, a logo to the left and a menu, hamburger menu uh, to the right. And then for the logo, use this specific link and they're like, you link your logo to that. And then for the menu, uh, make it clickable 
uh, once someone's uh, someone's click uh, clicks it uh have it be a drop down menu uh, or show like a drop down list with the following um maybe keywords uh, about us um contact page a blog etc and all that and it's able to do that within for uh five ten seconds now what happens is that you know ai once you give it like instructions in natural language it starts sort of like writing the uh specific code for what you, it believes uh are the instructions you've given it so for example if like like we've explained about sort of like coming up with a header and we've given instructions on what exactly it's supposed to do now on the right hand side it starts writing the necessary code and it actually shows you like a display of sort of like you know what you know using that code will look like um let's say on a website so you get your set of code usually you know bunch of html and javascript and you can use a specific code maybe change a little bit you know some of the things on it or maybe even use it if you really want to do it um you can also like sort of like collaborate with other developers on a certain piece of code but essentially, um, what I really found interesting, you know, despite, you know, sort of like coming up with a landing page, uh, coming up with sort of like an animation, pretty much more or less like a lottie file of a ball bouncing around and changing color every time it hits, you know, the edge of the screen or all of that. One of the things that um, obviously I was keen to notice or realize is that, you know, with the introduction of OpenAI Codex, that developers will have a much easier time when it comes to maybe developing softwares or websites and all of that because if you think about it someone who's uh doing like hard code and they're like really coding let's say a website or a software now there's some of the things that uh i'm pretty sure most developers do not like to um like to do let's say for example they want to sort of like i don't know create like a container uh where inside the container maybe there's a bit of information about uh maybe a certain uh maybe product that they're writing about let's say so it's, it's a website they're creating so they want to create like a container on the left side and a container on the right side and on the left side uh it's supposed to be like uh an, an image maybe of a certain product and then on the right side it's supposed to be like a description obviously as a developer you can code everything down but maybe let's say for example you know it's something that um you don't you don't feel like do you're a bit lazy about doing it or maybe you feel like you know your time might be well spent focusing on you know the core element of what's more important on what you're developing on and you know coming up with code for that uh so you can give you know ai or you know open ai codex sort of like the instruction and you get you know the raw code that you can simply you know copy and paste and maybe just make a few iterations and changes here and there because on our last review we talked about uh some of the things i've seen other people use codex for and some of the problems that were showing up and we did mention that ai is sort of like in a very early stage in uh, different sectors and it's the time you know we're getting to learn to understand and ai is also you know you know getting to learn as well getting to understand you know what you know the, what the human being needs from them and all of the, from it and all of that so sometimes you know ai runs into a lot of errors now one of the things i talked about and this is especially with gpt3 
was i didn't see that in codex was that you know ai sometimes goes into like sort of like a loop where it simply doesn't get out of and it's it's, it's sort of like an error like you you give it something and then it goes into like this continuous loop it's sort of like mixed up uh it's not probably sure what to do and all of that so something i've seen i've not seen that with codex um but also with codex one of the things you know i've seen that you know sometimes uh when coming up with a code let's say website this sometimes sort of like a lack of flow so you still need human intervention to come up and you know tweak certain things around but like I've mentioned, if you probably need, if you're a developer, you need, let's say, just one piece of code for something. Maybe you want to create like a search box for a website. You don't have the time to sit down and, you know, start thinking about, you know, how do you code a search box and all that. It's something AI can do for you and give you the code. If your work will be now to check that the code is correct and maybe make slight iteration, maybe work on the CSS and all of that. And pretty much that's it. So my review on Codex, uh, it's quite it's quite scary and also quite interesting what it's able to achieve. And I've been seeing, you know, sort of like a recent trend on, um, you know, a lot of AI companies popping up uh, all over the world in different industries. It's also a conversation that I was having with one of my friend, one of my friend who's also, you know, working in the AI space. And uh, it's an observation that we we're making that, you know, a lot of things are starting to become like automated and AI is, you know, is creeping into different industries and there are a lot of use cases for AI. So it's actually quite something interesting. And as a marketer, you know, we're always interested to know, like, you know, how AI, you know, we can best use AI to make us much more efficient, give us, you know, better results, whether it's based on advertising or, you know, coming up with content and all of that, you know, how can we feed for like the data that we collect as marketers into maybe an AI and come up with something that, you know, is better off that will give us sort of like an edge or uh, will help us, you know, sort of like save on cost and all of that. Yeah, so pretty much that's it for my review on um, OpenAI Codex. There's not really much you can do, uh, you can talk about when it comes to AI and a podcast. In a podcast, um, it's more you know it's much better off when it's video based that way you're going to be able to see but we'll actually do a youtube video uh on the same quite soon but anyway thanks thank you for listening see you guys on the next podcast episode